Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 86 about Tarpon Springs. The Florida Travel Pod is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. And this week, we're sponsored by Libro FM. If you're out on the road taking a Florida road trip, download some of your favorite new books to listen to. Libro FM supports your local bookstore, and you can choose from a monthly subscription program or buy books a la carte. Visit our episode show notes to get two audiobook credits for your first month of membership. Welcome back, Christina. Woohoo! It's so good to be back. Oh my goodness, it's been a while since we've been in the studio. Yes, it has. We took a little hiatus. We took a little hiatus. We took a little restructuring. If you haven't noticed, we're going to start publishing episodes every other week. If you are a serial listener, hello, thank you. But if you just found us for the first time, welcome. So what are we going to talk about this week? So I think that this is some a topic we've mentioned uh, before, but this was worth going a little bit deeper in. We are going to talk about Tarpon Springs today. I cannot wait. I'm so excited that you got to visit Tarpon Springs. I did. This was one of those... Um, We've been talking about it so much. Um, we've mentioned it in several episodes for whatever purpose. And I was like, I want to go back. I want to go back. And you know what really it was, Tanya? It was you're talking about all the Greek food there. Yes. And I was like, oh, that's some of the best Greek food around. So I had to go back and, and take a day trip to Tarpon Springs. I can't wait to hear about that. But before we get into that, we have a Florida tip of the week, which you wrote. I did. All right. So. I, are you a certified diver? I am not a certified <laughs> diver. No. When right. have you seen me dive? I know. I just, you know, well, when have you seen me dive? But I'm a certified diver. So you're um, certified. For I sure. am certified for sure. So did you know that you don't actually have to be certified to go on a dive if you're on a trip? No, I didn't know that. There's no like, oh, you need to legally be certified to put on a tank and go underwater. So if you're visiting somewhere like Tarpon Springs and you want to go on a dive trip, go to a dive shop. And they will take you on a sort of like crash course certification and bring you on a safe dive. Ooh, a safe so, dive. Yeah. So like you can go, you'll get a little bit of a course and then they'll take you out and they'll show you how to use the, the regulators and all the equipment. And then they'll take you underwater and they control everything. So they stay with you the whole time. They tell you when you need to take a break and come up, not take a break, but on your way up, you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> on your way up, sometimes you have to stop if you go down, but you can only go so deep. So it just gives you a chance to get a taste of diving to see if you even like it. That is really cool. Yeah, because it's I'm sure it's a lot to be certified and oh, yeah. a lot to continue with. Now, do you have to continue your certification or is it oh. like once you're certified you're certified. I'm certified, but I would definitely have to go back because some of the equipment has changed since I've been diving and I would need a like a refresher, a refresher on what the new stuff is that I could use if I go diving. Cool. What else do we need? Oh, you know, it's really important when you go diving. Yes. That you don't forget your sunscreen. And waterproof sunscreen at that, right? (laughs) Or reapply a lot. (laughs) You can even get burned underwater. I really I, I mean I granted I have children that could that could probably happen <laughs> yes, too so that is true the water I mean people don't think about it like that but water comes water or sun goes through the water yeah exactly okay so you had a day in Tarpon Springs I did I did Tarpon Springs okay look the day that we went was a gorgeous day it was the temperature was beautiful it wasn't too hot it wasn't too cold um it, 
we, we wouldn't have been able to go swimming or something because the water was probably too cold. But it was a beautiful day. For us Floridians, for anyway. For us Floridians, <laughs> especially considering the seesaw of temperatures that we have. Right. So I want to give you a little history on Tarpon Springs, if All you right. don't already know. Tarpon. All I know is that it's got Greek food. <laughs> well, and it, it that is part of its history. It lies on the Anclo River alongside the Gulf Coast, Florida, okay. Florida Gulf Coast, and it's about 30 miles northwest of Tampa. This is about the area where I grew up. So this is, I'm very familiar with the area just because I grew up in Newport Ritchie. Um, but the thing that Tarpon is known for is its sponges. Is that weird? <laughs> Uh, it is. I mean, you don't think of the sponge that you're using in your shower or in your um, sink, your, dish, your your kitchen. You don't think of that as coming from somewhere. Well, it doesn't just come from Tarpon. It actually is harvested under the water in Tarpon. That's crazy. So the, the thing when you go to Tarpon is you'll see these, you know, little statues and stuff of divers. They used to use those um like rounded window <laughs> the big Jules yeah. Verne style yeah. 20,000 leagues it, under the sea. <laughs> yeah, because that's when they started and they would have the, the um, tube that goes up to the surface so that they could breathe underwater. But divers go down and they harvest the sponges. They put them on the boats and they bring them back to the docks. Um, and then they're, you know, treated and stuff on the docks. And then they go into the shops that are there for selling. Nice. It's the sponge capital of the world. Of the world. Yeah. At that too. I mean, who knew? <laughs> well, and I, I'm sure it has something to do with the amount of sponges that grow in the area compared to other areas of the world, but yeah. Okay. So why, why Greek then? So that's, uh, they, that, that's who settled here. So they came here and settled in that area of Florida and. And they found the sponges. Yep. And they found the sponges. That's what makes them the Greek, the sponge capital of the world, not the Greek capital of the world. That would be weird. <laughs> So Tarpon still is like the most prosperous sponge market. Um, okay. And it is the home to the largest Greek community. And I'm going to guess that that means percentage wise, like how many Greeks live in the area. Per square mile, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Yes. Because you would think it might be, you know, like New York City or Chicago right. or, you know, where was my big fat Greek wedding set? Was that Chicago? I feel like I that don't was remember. Chicago. I, it has been a lot. That is I'll a blast from the past. <laughs> I don't remember when that movie was made, but yeah. So it's a very, um, it's very full of Greek culture and of course, Greek food in case we haven't mentioned it once or twice mm. or 10 times, plenty of gift shops and handmade goods, um, and sponges. So I know that it sounds, it sounds really weird. Like, why would I go buy a sponge? And let me just tell you my, <laughs> my feelings when I was growing up about those sponges were how oh, I touch them and they're hard and they're itchy and but I have since changed my tune about the sponges that come from the sponge docks in Tarpon Springs so um, I want to talk a little bit about what you can do in the area when you get there okay so uh, you have a question no I was just gonna say my big fat Greek wedding did take place in Chicago that's funny like I know that those big cities have got to have, you know, cultural areas where they have a lot of Greek or a lot exactly. of, but, uh, but yeah, for, for whatever reason, like Tarpon is a very heavy Greek community. So, um, there's a, like a couple of main roads in Tarpon Springs, okay. but, but there's like the Tarpon sponge docks. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. 
It's kind so, of the, the main attraction. Right? right, right. So you, you know, you arrive and there's a big giant sign that says Tarpon Springs Sponge Docks. And, uh, and there, that, so that would be the main, the main street that you go down and see all of the, all of those. <laughs> and all then, of the, all of those? And then there's little, <laughs> there's little, little like side streets and stuff where you can walk out. But um, I can't say the name of that street because I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay. Is this the? Dodecanese. 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 Dodecan. I don't know how to pronounce the name, so I'm really Dodecanese sorry. Dodecanese sounds more Greek Dodecanese. than Dodecanese. Yeah, I have no idea. And I'm really sorry I'm butchering that. And I, <laughs> I, I probably, if I'd asked anywhere in that area how to pronounce it, they would have told me, but I did not ask. So... Are you about to do a pronunciation of it? Yeah, why, you know, how to, first of all, it's also a location in, it's a group of Greek islands. It is spelled D-O-D-E-C-A-N-E-S-E. Yep, keep going. Okay, so if you stroll down that main tourist road in Tarpon Springs, that's where you will find the majority of the Greek restaurants and the shops, and it's actually the sponge dock, so it's right on the water. Here's my computer says dodecanese. Dodecanese. Okay. Well, that was my first thought. So, and I'm pretty good usually at pronunciation, but that one was a oof. So anyhow, okay. <laughs> dodecanese Avenue. Dodecanese Avenue. I'm probably not going to say that again. Oh, you put it in there for me. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, so there's some parking lots along that road. They're paid parking lots. Um, there's some free metered spots on the road and you can, you'll pay anywhere from five to $10 to park in a lot. We parked in a lot that was behind a restaurant and you can pay the $5, but then when you bring your ticket to the restaurant, they'll validate it. And then you don't, they'll nice. actually, they don't validate it. They give you a credit to your food. Perfect. Oh, so, even better. Yeah. So that's what we did. Um, and basically the Greek culture there is it, it runs rampant through all the restaurants, but there are other restaurants. So if you're like, I hate Greek food, there's other food there. Oh, I'm but not if you going to hate Greek food. You haven't tried then, all the Greek. Exactly. Food. Because it really is. A, it, the, any of those restaurants will have something that you like, but um, that we're not going to talk about the other restaurants because we're just going to talk about Greek food today. Okay. Um, they're authentic, of course. Um, and trust me when I say the food is you can't beat it. You can't beat it anywhere. And I, I would love to try to make some of those things at home, but the, they have some sort of magical quality in their fingers <laughs> when they make this food. It's called experience. Yeah, yeah. So we ate at a place called Yanni's Greek Cuisine. And I, it's a moderately priced restaurant, but it is totally worth every penny. Like we had, they have a lot of sampler appetizer type things where you can try out some of their stuff. And I advise that because if you go there, you're going to say, Ooh, Spanakopita, I need to have that. But then yeah. that's all you get. Like you'll just get this. Mm. You need to try what they have. So they'll have like a couple of different options on one of the appetizer platters. And then everyone at the table can try a little bit. So that's what we did. Um, Spanakopita uh, for I think it's a Greek thing, phyllo dough, right? Yeah, it's yeah. phyllo dough, it's spinach. No, no, I meant the phyllo dough is actually a Greek thing. Oh, I think so. Because it's in a lot of their foods, phyllo dough. I think so, is. yeah. So um, spanakopita is like a spinach pie. And if you don't like spinach, you definitely won't like oh, spanakopita. But I, I can't, love spanakopita. I can't imagine not liking it. Did you get um, flaming cheese? I did not. Oh, that's so good, too. 
No, it, but I'm looking at their menu, by the way. So calamari, octopus, captain's platter. I mean, lots of different calamaris here. I got lamb. Okay, perfect. It was amazing. Lamb is my favorite meat on the planet. I mean, I would eat lamb shank over a steak, but steak, I really like steak, but lamb is amazing. Um, We also tried out uh, Hella's Bakery. So there's several bakeries there and like coffee slash bakery places and all of their stuff that's in there is it's decadent, like decadent doesn't even describe it. I could sit here and look at the food all day. I know you have more to talk about, but I could sit here and talk about this menu all day. Well, do you so span, you know, the what I said about the Spanakopita is the is like a Greek food that yes. everybody knows. Do you know what the dessert is that everybody knows? I well, I know it because it's, it's in our show. Notes, but <laughs> I know that because I also love baklava. Baklava. Too. Yeah. So I've made baklava before. So have I. Um, it was not anywhere near as good as theirs. No, and it's not. I mean, it, it despite it being just layers and layers of the phyllo dough, it's not easy. No, it's, it's not easy. It is time consuming. Yeah, because you have to like glaze the the like what is it honey and oh yeah yeah and there's there's um walnuts in there it's really really good though i had a friend that was recently in greece and she was sharing just all of the different types of baklava that she was sampling like chocolate and the traditional and yeah you know pistachio and walnut i mean it was just there was a lot there was a lot of different variety there so i imagine you can get that variety in Tarpon Springs. You can. And there's um, multiple bakeries. So between the restaurants and the bakeries, I mean, I honestly, I would have to say if I were going down there specifically for the food, I would sample a little bit at every place and not get like go with someone and share some plates <laughs> because you're going to miss out on the different options that they have. And I know we can't stress the good Greek food enough. <laughs> But that means we need to move on. But also, I think this is interesting because we talk a lot about how much is in our state, right? How many different varieties of things that we can do. And here is this location that is very cultural, but yet it's in Florida. It's away from the bigger cities. You don't have to go far to experience the world. You know, and it, uh, it does feel like this little Greek fishing village, which was cool. Because it's it's like in the middle of this beach town, kind of, um, but it's its own little place. Right. I mean, where, I mean, Grand, okay, yes, Greece is a lot of beach towns because it's a lot of islands itself, but, you know, exactly where you're not going to get this kind of beach town feel in the Greek neighborhood in Chicago. Right. Exactly. And so, you know, walking the shops is a, um, it's an experience. I know it sounds touristy and it's, uh, you know, shopping for the little souvenir things, but it's really cool. The sponges, there's lots of different types of sponges. Um, every shop has its a unique little twist. There's, there's things like jewelry, handmade goods and soaps. Oh, their soaps are amazing. I'm a soap connoisseur when it comes to handmade <laughs> soaps. So of course I did get some, my, my husband surprised me and gave me some soap with a sponge on top of it, nice. which was really cool. So it's still like, it's stuck to the soap bar. So I've seen like, those. I was really, I didn't, I swear it was going to come like off. They're like loofah type soaps. Yeah. I thought it would come off. It hasn't come off yet. And I'm, I use it every day. So, um, you should check out the handmade soaps. They have sauces and jellies. There's cigars there. Cause you know. 
Why it's not, not far from Tampa. Right. Um, jewelry, shells, they have all kinds of great, it's a great place to get unique gifts that aren't um, campy. You know, like, oh, yeah, not touristy, but still. Yeah, it's it's localized. It's unique to the area. You can't find those anywhere else and to be, you know, authentically from Tarpon Springs. So one of the other cool things that you can do there is you'll see these boats are all up and down the docks. And so like we watched, they had unloaded the boat from the sponges and they're all piled up there in this giant pile on the side of the dock. So nice. you can watch them. Oh, I've heard that, too. I've seen pictures of people yeah. doing that. Yeah, did it's you really take cool. Pictures? I did. Okay, I took pictures. Um, is there something else that I thought was uh, at first I read it and then I was I was like, oh, it is literally right there. You can take um, tours, boat tours, right there from the dock. Nice. So one of the stores actually can has. Can you go diving for sponges yourself? I don't think so because you can't touch them. Oh, okay. So I think you have to. Uh, you have to be. I don't want to say license or certified in some way. Yeah, know what you're doing. No, but you can see them. You'd see them. You just can't really touch them. That's cool. Yeah, that's still cool. It's like a sea turtle. (laughs) Exactly. Don't (laughs) touch the wildlife, including the sponges. Yes. So, right there off the dock, there's tours that leave. One of the shops had a big, big shops, the Spongerama. Ooh, Spongerama. <laughs> that was actually my favorite place, and you know, it had it had a really cool supply of sponges, lots of different types. But they have tour boat tours you can book right there, and you leave right from the dock. Dolphin tours, shelling tours. So, like, you go out at sunset, and you can go to a the Anclote Beach, um, which is I'm going to explain in a minute, and you can get off the boat and go shelling, but you only get 30 minutes on the island. Ooh. Yeah. So. That's like a shopping spree. Yeah, a shopping spree for <laughs> shells, which Tanya is forbidden for touching. So right. she can't go on that cruise. We're going to talk about all these things in upcoming episodes, by the way. <laughs> There's lots of sunset cruises. I'm going to link to them for you in the show notes. Um, but I mentioned Anclote. Anclote is, this was a place that was a staple of my growing up. We used to take our boat out to Anclote. It is a very large island right there in Tarpon. Um, the tour it's, you can, you can only get there by either taking a boat or one of the cruise, you know, like one of the little ferry boats or, um, one of the tour boats off of the dock there. Um, but Anclote Key Preserve State Park, which is on Anclote Island, it's made up of four islands. You can only get there by boat, um, but it covers the islands of Anclote Key, Three Rooker Bar and North Bar. All These the, aren't bars you drink at, right? Right. right. <laughs> and they are affected by the tide, by the way. Okay. Yeah. All the barrier islands are about three miles off of that mainland. And there, I mean, Anclote was this unbelievable, it was like a tropical paradise uh, off of Tarpon Springs. And it was completely worth the trip, especially. So you guys did take the trip. We, I did it with our boat as a growing up. Oh, okay. Yeah, we did not take a boat trip because that day was a little too chilly for my liking. And also I don't do boats anymore. That's true. (laughs) Um, But I would like to do one of the sunset tours. I'm just a little concerned about my seasickness. Got it. Well, and I think Gulfside then, you know, as we've talked about in previous episodes, might be a good place for you to do that because it's calmer. Until I get out there and get sick and everyone's miserable. Well, (laughs) So yeah, so um, you can take 
one of the boats, um, they offer excursions onto the island. The time on the beach, like I mentioned, is limited to about a half an hour. Um, you'll find incredibly gorgeous beaches. The water is very beautiful. Um, lots of shells, nesting birds. And there's even a, a historic lighthouse. It was in, from 1887. Oh, neat. So if you have your own transportation, you can easily spend hours around the island. That would be fun, too. You, even if you didn't have your own transportation, you can also go to one of those places where you can rent a boat. Yes, this is true. Um the island, so that's the Friends of Anclo Key State Park and Lighthouse. You make sure you check their website because they do have very limited hours to when you can get oh, into okay. that lighthouse. It's very limited. Like, I think it might even be down to one day a week where you can go in. So check that. But it's it's a really cool looking lighthouse. Um, I remember as a child seeing it many times growing up. Uh, very pretty, very unique. And the whole island is just spectacular it looks similar to the lighthouse that you see on sanibel island i know i've seen a lot about that lighthouse because of the hurricane damage to sanibel so it looks like that same kind of structure that wire frame yeah yeah on the outside and only the you know small it's got a terracotta color too it's like pretty yeah it's very pretty Christina, how do you go about making all your campground reservations? Well, I used to have to go and like search a location and campgrounds in this area and sort of filter through and go campground to campground. But that sounds really time consuming. <laughs> it wasn't. It was it was like you have to go place to place. So it's website to website. And then I found I found Camp Spot. Oh, Camp Spot. I love Camp Spot. Yeah, Camp Spot basically filters everything out that you want in a campground and gives you all of your options right there. It's kind of like a booking engine just for campgrounds, right? Right, exactly. They communicate directly with the campground. There's no need to call. I imagine you had to call campgrounds too. A lot past. of a lot of them do. They don't they don't offer you anything online. So in this place, you can pick the place. It's an instant book. And, and they guarantee you're always going to get the best price. Yeah, it filters everything out for you, and it also finds you the best price. Plus, you can find campgrounds that are big, small, RV parks, glamping, and more. You can visit floridatravelpod.com slash campspot to learn our favorite locations. Um, also, there's some breweries in the uh, town. I mean, listen, we were talking about drinking already at the bar yep, on the, the island. Bar, oh, yeah. <laughs> the bar called your cooler on the boat. Yes. So I, I'm listing them all, but they have Five Branches Brewing, Brighter Days Brewing, Silver King Brewing, Two Frogs Brewing, Unrefined Brewing, and we went to Anclote Brew, which is right there on Didecanese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not helping you. Oh, come on, Tanya. I got to I got to go back to where I, I have put to go in back the pronunciation. To the pronunciation. Let's Dodecanese. see. Dodecanese, yeah. So, that's the that's the one that we tried out. It was really cute. It was right in the middle. Um a lot of these places, you can find live music all over the place, especially on the weekends. They will they have that on their individual pages when they have performers coming in and out, but they're kind of all like the Anclote is right there. The other ones are within a few miles of the area. So, that's a lot of breweries for this small little town. I thought the same thing. I mean, it is just outside of Tampa, and Tampa is and very St. Known, Pete yeah. has a very high concentration of breweries in Florida. So I guess why not? If you right. were near that, then you could just go to uh, anything in Tarpon Springs, too. Right, right. So we wanted to, you know, make sure since we were on the West Coast and, you know, if you've listened to any of our talks about beaches, you know that Florida's West Coast has the most beautiful 
sunsets. So we didn't want to miss a sunset. And um, also, like I said, I grew up in the area, so I'm very familiar with Fred Howard Park. So we finished off of our day at Fred Howard Park. I feel like we talked about that in a previous episode. Yeah, we did. Um, it's the place where I hit my foot on the sign jumping off the bridge on the causeway. <gasps> the things you shouldn't be doing is what you <laughs> Disclaimer, mean? Disclaimer, don't do that. Uh, I went we, walked, we went down the causeway and I looked for the sign, but now there's a double wall there. <laughs> I wonder why, Christina. I wonder so, why. So the good thing about Fred Howard Park is it's a place you could you could spend the entire day. They have an entire park area that is full of pavilions and playgrounds, lots of different playgrounds. So you can rent a pavilion or like get a pavilion for the day um, and hang out in the park. And there's a causeway where you can park your car and swim or put kayaks in off the causeway. Um, and it's the water is just so beautiful and clear and not what you would expect in the area. So I love the causeway specifically because I could just park my car right there, have all my stuff. You can fish there. You can swim there. You can boat there. People take sailboats out. Um, or if you go all the way down the causeway, you come to a, it's a, it's a small beach, but it's a beautiful beach. It's like a little bit of an island because you're going over the causeway. Oh, okay. Yeah. Barrier, barrier <clears throat> yeah. island there. Yeah. So it's rather small, but it has two sides. Oh, actually, it has multiple sides. Like you can swim on the side of the causeway and boat on the side of the causeway, or you can go to the other side and there's an actual beach um, with, you know, like just sand beach with some tables and pavilion stuff there. And there's bathrooms there, really nice bathrooms and showers and all that kind of stuff. But we got to go out and we walked up and down the beach. It's not that big. And what's funny is I was walking the beach and I'm like, I remember it being so much bigger <laughs> as a child. Like I don't remember being allowed to walk up and down the beach by myself because I was too young. But now I'm like, why wasn't I? It's okay. amazing how when we get older, our world gets bigger and we realize some of those big places really weren't all that big. And they have this set of gigantic rocks off to one side of the island. I used to climb on the rocks and I remember it being such a big deal that I would climb on these rocks. And now I look at them and I'm like, first of all, these rocks did not originate here. <laughs> Mike looks at them and he's like, yeah, that didn't come from here. And I was like, really? I was so disappointed <laughs> but it's a beautiful place the sunset is unbelievable it's so worth a trip just to go there it's about three miles from dodecanese avenue bravo <laughs> i got it uh, it's worth the drive over there. It doesn't take long. We were five minutes from from that actual street in downtown Tarpon Springs. Lovely park with a beautiful beach, um, and it has a boardwalk and nature trail that you can explore. Awesome. So, uh, okay, I'm going to do the rapid fire because you I like it. You win, you win. <laughs> and so I definitely need to go. I mean, listen, I could just eat all day. I'm thinking there. I want definitely want to try that bakery. I've heard of that bakery. Oh, you have. I have. Yeah. So, so I think not... it has another name. No, I think. I mean, that's what it. It's you... called that on the website, but. Um, I found it by using a different name. And then when you type in that name, that's what pops up. So, okay. and that's what it says on the building too. Well, then how does it have a different name? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember, but I'm saying just in case. Okay. Just in it case. It might they have another name. It. Yeah. Just oh, make sure you goodness. look up Hella's Bakery. Okay. I, but I would love to take a tour, like a boat tour. Like, oh, to yeah. See if it, the sponges. And I even just want to see them, see, 
watch them bring the sponges in would also be exciting. Just something different. It's just, it's not something you normally get to do around here. So I would have done the boat tour in a heartbeat had it not been for it being, it was cold and windy, not like cold, cold, but the wind, if you go out on the water, it would have made it uncomfortable. She did visit in January. So, you know, three months from now, we'll be saying exactly the opposite. Exactly. (laughs) So yeah. Was there anything that you would go back to do? Um, I, I, can I just exclude food from that? Because I'd really go back just for the food. Yeah. 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 I would, I would, I do want to try the lighthouse, like going out to Anclo. And so I guess basically a boat tour, but like, I want to see the lighthouse. I love lighthouses and, uh, I think that would be really fun. The shelling. That would be fun. That would be fun. You're not allowed to do that. And now it's time. For our featured Florida product of the week, each week we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. And this week's featured (laughs) product, of course, Spongerama. Sponges. Yes. I put Spongerama because they have the world's largest collection of natural sponges. Um, And you can shop online. Yep, you can. And I bought them. I, you, I, feel like you should touch the sponges to feel them before you pick them. So that's my suggestion. But if not, do a little research because some of them are softer. Some of them are more scratchy. Like if you, you know, but they also have the authentic. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And they put them on like the we got um, what's the it's like a I can't think of the name, but you put it behind your back, back and scrubber. rub back and forth. It yeah. says a back scrubber, back scrubber right here. Yeah. But like, look at the one with the stick. Yes. Loofah on a stick. Yeah. There's those two loofah on a stick. Yeah. So and I do see some that say set of two silk sponges so my guess would be those are softer yes and that's the one that I got that I was like okay maybe that changed my mind a little bit about sponges yeah they have the little flat pad ones too Um, I mean these are really great for exfoliating they are but you should definitely look them up Um, I'm putting the link in the show notes excellent so stay tuned to the end of this episode to find out where we're going next week. In the meantime, please be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Florida Travel Pod. You can also go to our website, floridatravelpod.com. You will find not only our episodes and our show notes there, but you will also find some other things that we are working on and doing. Um, our, in- our Instagram and our Facebook show pictures and videos and such. So I'm going to, after this episode airs, I have a nice reel to put up on Instagram so you can see what I saw and maybe entice yourself to go please let us know if you've seen any of these places and want to give us some any extra tips or you can reach out to us on email at hello at floridatravelpod.com you can support us by following us or leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player it really does help others discover our content it's that whole algorithm thing you know and if you enjoy our content consider supporting us on patreon if you go to patreon.com slash Florida Travel Pod, we're going to give you shout outs, postcards, stickers, more, whatever you want. If you support us, it allows us to pay the bills. Let me tell you. Any it amount helps. helps. <laughs> it all helps. And it gives us more time to research the best content from the Sunshine State. What are we doing next week? Next week, we're going to downtown Tampa. We're kind of staying in the same area. Yes. But that is it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. Stay sunny, everyone.